beloved this is the culture and camaraderie podcast the most thought-provoking introspective industrious creative discussion yo that wasn't a question (laughs) 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 even though i made it sound like a question questioned yourself that was the problem was a question but yeah, um, this is myself, Damadici, with Tiberius. And we are the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast. You can find us on all your socials. From Planet Camaraderie. <laughs> In a galaxy far, far away. Wait, oh, damn. <laughs> you, know, uh, you can find me at NYTypical and LAX underscore ERA. For all your production needs. You get me. Yazow. Got a bit of a different setup today. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It's quite on? different. Yeah. I'm actually angled. What's going to call it? A Jace. A Jace. But, you know, it had to be like that. Cause a bit Jacey. Like in your face, isn't it? Yeah, don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, yo. Okay. So, how was your week? We done a yeah, bit man. things a bit different this week, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, we did. What do you mean? Um, we l- we left the we left our comfort zones together and went to us play a space. Oh, <laughs> and we um also spoke multiple times this week. Regardless of that, it's because we yeah. don't usually do like the oh, okay. podcast outside the podcast the anymore. Process. Yeah, yeah, we don't process. really, we didn't, like, I don't know, There's I feel no like process. we were saving the conversations for the podcast, which may have been a bad idea, but, you know, we'll see now, like, I feel like yeah, there's a lot know. of... I feel like we was a bit, well, we was just talking about other things, I think. Yeah. Now. Well, it's different because we're working, to, we're actually kind of, like, working together on something, so the yeah. conversations are going to consist more of what, than what we usually talk about. Yeah, yeah, like, we... Yeah, because, like, we have a common, like, conversation point that's, like, we're working to build. Mm. Whereas, like, other things, it was like, oh, this is speculation mm-hmm. of, like, the environment and stuff like that. But, yeah, there's, like... Exactly. A lot of stuff happening. Yeah, no, I just had a chill week, man. I had a week off. I just sort of, uh, yeah, oh, recalibrating. Yes. Mm. Um, more writing man do you know what writing a story is hard bro <laughs> it's so hard it's so hard especially when you're building a world um, yeah but you know what I'm there and I guess it's like kind of that battle it's kind of that battle of like accepting what the story is and making it what it can be mm. it's like sometimes you don't want to force something where it doesn't belong Yes. No matter how much you might want a cer- it to go a certain way, sometimes something else needs to happen. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I've just been yeah. yeah, sort of coming up with the roots of the story. Again, I'm gonna be. Uh, I think from next week I'm gonna start designing. I um, stuff. So. I heard or I yeah. read something which said um. The first draft is telling the story to yourself. Because obviously, you know, well, I didn't say that. Terry, somebody said that. Somebody yeah, said I guess that. that makes sense. Yeah. I've been going about it in a weird way because I've been 
do you know what this this story genius book is the first book i've actually been following i've just been following i've just been taking its word and going with it and seeing where it's taking me and this so far it's worked out <laughs> but just getting to to um the core of the of the sort of, of the, to the core of the story has been just a thing i've been focusing on um and like just asking why all the time why this character's wanting to do this why this character's wanting to do that yeah um, and like getting to the very very core base level of why everything's happening the way it is definitely but um it's cool because it's helped me build the world as well a lot more um yeah i'm excited to get in the visuals but i'm just taking my time as i've said a and i say every time consequence yeah how many words do you think you're aiming for what in terms of the story yeah i haven't thought about it in in terms of that i guess right now i'm just sort of building the foundation of the world because it's like for now it's going to be visuals i haven't i haven't necessarily going to be putting it into a book but uh the first way i want to approach it is like um through sets of images um, okay and so on and so forth uh just so i can really build the world and then i'm gonna actually once i've got the visuals locked down it'll sort of move in towards a graphic novel all right yeah it's not going to be an actual book but it's going to uh. be like a yeah yeah what was my week like but Uh, yeah that's me yeah so what what was your saying i closed my eyes Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and i try to figure out what did i do this week uh i done a lot of planning it's the only thing you forget (laughs) yeah yeah like i don't really care about myself that much not gonna lie to you um i like i like i like focusing on other people's life (laughs) <laughs> that sounds well when I say it out loud. But yeah, uh damn. Uh yeah, just How's the book? Uh the book. Which book? Which book? The book book. Um the what? The melancholy maelstrom mm. one. It's blessed. I still can't read it. Which is the weirdest part is like really? I yeah, I can't read it. I, I can't. Oh yeah, yeah, actually. I was about to say something personal, but yeah, uh <laughs> I can't read the book. But I am like just trying to figure out um just the logistics of, you know, how I'm gonna write another book or mm-hmm. just creating something else and you know the Next money step. that goes into creating something else and like the care that i'm gonna have to take into creating something else however mm. no it's like i can't be thinking about the next steps so soon like just as i'm writing um like i did actually decide this week that um writing is what i'm going to use to penetrate the game so okay. it's like um i'm gonna fully dedicate like my world time to writing like it's like writing it's mm. gonna like just be the that's thing that's gonna be your craft it's got it's well it's gonna be my thing i don't know whether it's gonna be my craft but like um i still just call myself an artist mm. like someone asked me this week um what's my occupation and i said artist but you know you can call me an author because that's the thing that i've become most recently which is an author mm-hmm. but if you asked me last year 
it would have been something like um a 3d visualizer or project manager and if you asked me the year before that it would be like business development manager so it's like a bit weird mm-hmm. like that like i don't go by an occupation to tell me or to inform me of what i am so mm-hmm. yeah like i just say i'm an artist and uh let the chips fall where they may it's interesting because gary v was talking about that he was he was talking about the way <laughs> i actually before i go into this i want you to speak on that what what i didn't say anything yeah you did what i say yeah, you did you know what you said i didn't say shit man i'm interested man just put it on put it on tape you put it on the record what? you said gary v was talking about i don't know fam like girl, you know i don't judge said f that guy yeah you do come on don't hide now do it with your chest bro nah you know (laughs) no (laughs) i don't wanna i don't wanna why don't you wanna um scared the little v's are gonna come after you (laughs) (laughs) but he had he had an interesting take it's like how people will say oh what does he do what does he actually do um and there'll be so much he uh, other things he's doing as what people mainly mainly know him for but he has actually built uh a, a a his own uh, media company and that's not what people know him for even though that's that's his that's what how he's actually that's his um i don't want to say bread and butter but that's his that's how he operates in business primarily through his media company but mostly people know him as this like pu- public figure figure and always asking oh what does he do all right and it's just interesting how what you are known for isn't necessarily what your base what your skill set it, it doesn't speak to what your skill set actually is yeah like um is what like, trying I keep to trying record. to find a word which like encompasses my stuff, which is like because, um, like recently, it's like, is producer the word? No, it performer the word, like just like a high performance person. So like I'm able to like, like I just perform to the highest depending on whatever I'm doing. Yeah, but don't you think like stuff like statements like that they're just too vague? No, like, because. It's hard to perform at a high level. No, of course, but that doesn't really describe what you do. Yeah, but I said producer at the same time. No, oh, yeah, but you was going... I perform as producer, was... so I make things, okay. and I make things happen. That's, like, what I... Like, that's basically what I do. Because you like, were a producer, high performer, so I didn't know you were saying Because, the like, um, yeah, so I make sure that things happen, and I make things happen and that's a hard job and you know i have a track record for making things happen which is fun like it's fun saying that to be honest i like it. it's it's not something that i take lightly yeah mm-hmm. like yeah i like i like, like i like the thought of having mentees or people that um people that know me or affiliate me with just being a high performer because really um if you you can call me a writer but 
that's not exactly what I do. You can call me a researcher, oh goodness. But that's not what I do. And um you can call me an uh what else can you call me? What else can you yeah, I don't know. Illustrator, fashion illustrator, mm. um 3D uh, designer. Actually I barely for designer I think. <laughs> huh? So I barely 3D design. Yeah. I used to be the, the jam, innit? That's yeah, yeah. I used to be the jam. I used to make money from that. Crazy shit. Actually, I made money from that as recently as last year. So Yeah. What about you? What's your what's your occupation? What are I you? don't know, I couldn't say. I c I couldn't say either. I wouldn't be able to encompass it. I think all the things that I've been doing as of recent has changed so much, but um Yeah. I don't know, it's yeah. hard to say. I feel so good with just it's saying so hard to say. That I'm an artist. Like I don't I don't want anyone like when people say artists they think about musical artists, vocalists slash rapper. Mm. Which is weird to me. And when people hear me say producer, they think... Or they all think producer. like a painter when you say artist. Yes. That's what most like people think. But I don't know. I feel like I, I think more so about projects. Because when I, when I think about what I am, I get... I feel weird. Like I just... Like, like when I think about it in that term, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. think, oh, I'm this. I'm like, oh, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> It's more like <coughs> there's things I like doing, but more so there's projects I like Wait, working on. First, my book behind you. Which one? Oh, this yeah, one. my book. <laughs> oh, we're getting a reading. This is a snippet preview. It's the only thing from a book I can read. This is the mantra at the beginning of my book. I just found it coincidental. I am whatever I say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? Every day, I invoke the will of man. There is no other way that I am. And that's like a mantra. It's like, because... Um, that, like, that comes from an, like one of my essays. Well, philosophy guidelines that I'm working on. You can call it an essay. But it's just part of my philosophy, which is I am. I Like, you understand your I am. <laughs> and understanding i am dot 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 whatever and you can have at it whatever you want at the end of that because mm. when you think about when when pe it is interesting when people say oh what are what do you do or what are you and you don't give them an answer not that you don't give them an answer they're satisfied with but whatever you give them they will reflect on that based upon their experience with whatever you just said or their frame of whatever you've just said yeah so it, it's such an interesting thing how you kind of actually have to separate what that is from this outward expression of what you how you think people are going to receive it when 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 it comes to what you say you do as a person with what you're delivering them you have to make sure i guess like in terms of if you've got a product or whatever that's the time when you need to you want to be as clear as possible with what it is you're delivering 
Yeah. But when it comes to what you do, that's for you and you only, isn't it? It's not about. Yeah. But I guess it depends. It depends what you do. Well, there is an Doesn't aspect it? of like what you give the world, isn't it? Mm. It's like what, like what? Because if you are the product, like people, in what you do, when people are asking, "What do you do?" It's like, "What can you do for me?" At the same time, mm. a lot of the times when people ask that, yeah, true. So like, oh yeah, like the other things that I do, you can say I'm a technologist, technologist. app builder, mm. um, forecaster, um, fashion writer. You can also say I'm a performance writer. You can also say I'm a philosopher. Which is like all different types of things, but really and truly, it's like a writer that organizes knowledge. A writer that organizes. Yeah, knowledge. like um, two of my two of my like special techniques are um organizer knowledge and transmutation. So, like, I like, well, you can say transmutation and transmedia storytelling. Like those are my two things. Mm-hmm. So I can make a film. Or I can make a book. Like, like, if you tell me what you want to do, I can tell you exactly what medium it should be presented in. Mm. Like, there's a reason I didn't jump on the mic and just rap about my feelings. And I wrote a book instead. Like, that was purposeful. That wasn't just, oh, all I knew I could do because I had no idea how to write a book before. Actually, I did. I I didn't write a book before. And this one was (laughs) supposed to be my first book. But oh, yeah, no. I knew that I needed to write a book for this project. Give me it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about um the event we was at? Uh, yeah. Go on, then. Say it off. Say it off. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. It was a it was a nice vibe to just see um the panel. The panel was really interesting. Um, yeah, shout out Cam. Yeah, your boy. Um, yeah, and it was nice meeting a couple of people. Um, just getting some sort of like a broad perspective, insights, broad insights on the industry. Um, um, a lot of people's perspective on uh, uh, the way uh, black black people are treated in the economy today, um, in business. Um, and in especially especially in entertainment industries as well, creative industries, um, and ideas about um, what can be done to change the way things things are at the moment. And it's yeah, it was it was cause cool. it, it was interesting to see people. It was so open because people had such opposing ideas, but everyone was like open to listening and yes. had different perspectives. Um, beautiful people beautiful people but it was cool man yeah just to see like a lot of people that are sitting up there like really you could tell like they had skin in the game they knew what they was they knew their fields they knew where they was coming from big big skin in the game so it was it was was nice man it was nice to just to just say let's because you never know when you go to things like you don't ever know if you're gonna really hear stuff you've heard a million times or it's gonna be just um, in a narrative that uh, you know it's just constantly like it's the same thing you, you hear all the time and you're just like yeah that was cool but I've, I've had sat in on that conversation a million times um, but yeah no man yeah and uh, Mr. Mr. Dietschy 
go See, up and uh, oh fam i didn't want to get up and do anything yeah you fam. did <laughs> i genuinely no because like the spirit okay, called you fam. i saw you was like, look at me okay no like, <laughs> I, like, she I saw said, in your face she was like okay we're no, doing this <laughs> yeah like no see she said are there any business owners and i raised my hand up obviously like because i own a business and shit like that and she said come up and i was like what <laughs> that's not that's not what i signed up for and here's the thing but right? it was cool though it's cool here's the thing i was dressed to the night like well i wasn't dressed to the nines but i was looking i was, was looking a so here's the thing when i walk into a room everybody just notices me <laughs> no, don't do it like that no do it like that. it's just like, it like i just know how people are gonna take that that's and why it's this, so funny no but it's like <laughs> I, I, that's what i was talking okay no okay instead of me saying it you say it you say it you say it no because i hate i hate the way that it would come off because it's just me saying it because no, it's I'm cool. that self-aware. It doesn't matter. See myself no, in the first 100%, person. That's fine. No, like, I admitted you look flyer. I admitted you look no, flyer. No, but outside of looking flyers, like how people just, receive it. Yeah, yeah the way that people would receive just look, man. Like I liked the way I dressed, so I was exuding a confidence. About people notice nice standing. things, bro. People notice nice right? things because I dress but, so but sexy. Please and continue. Yeah, thin. So, I was wearing my beret. So, yeah. like, that's a big statement. And the thing is, the way I was wearing my beret, it was like a circle around my head. So, it looked like a halo, right? <laughs> so, I was looking like a dapper angel out here, militant style. I wasn't wearing my turtleneck. Wait, did I wear a turtleneck? No, no, no. Did I wear a hoodie? No, you was wearing a scarf. That's why she's like, yes. I was wearing a scarf. But it was this it was one? looking like a neckerchief. I was looking like a neckerchief, so my chest was bulging like a bird. <laughs> like um like a what's it, a blue jay. It's called peacocking. Oh a red <laughs> a red a red chested uh whatever. Rabbit. Pres- yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Some uh, some red crested like that bluebird with a oh, yeah, big yeah. ass chest. Yeah. Um what well, I was on peacocking. I'm joking, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Keep Yo, moving. Yo, if I wanted a peacock, <laughs> you would have seen a peacock on there. But I yeah, sorry, continue, wore, man. Um, whatchamacallit? My blue ting. Blue ting? The one that I wore to the event. It's underneath oh. all of this. this oh, this one. one. Oh, yeah. if you want to see me peacock. Like, because I've already thought about a second outfit that goes with that. Ooh. And I thought about a grey outfit that's just going to be so fly. If I can get a pair of grey suede shoes. Anyways, just went to the front, spoke a little bit about infrastructure. I didn't really, like, I didn't really want to speak. Yeah, and you didn't, I yeah. wasn't. I, I could tell you didn't get all your thoughts. Like, you was trying to, I wasn't really you didn't want to ramble. You didn't, I, did, I could I tell, yeah. I didn't care. Like, yeah. I just didn't want to, I didn't, no, it's not that I didn't care. Sorry. Yeah. It was, was that, like, I wasn't, like, my, my chest wasn't in it. And I just didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to have uh full. I didn't want to speak and not say anything. Like I, yeah, ju- yeah, I yeah. just said my main thing, which was infrastructure, mm. and that's obviously my main thing, as you know. That's I like, could tell. I could tell though because you wanted to make a whole point. I did, but you said I, I didn't, no. I didn't, no. Well, no. 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 Okay. But when you went up I, there, no, because I could tell because you stopped halfway through what you were saying, oh, and I could tell man. you knew you was like, oh. I'm starting this sentence, <laughs> and you was like. If I'm going to get from A to B of this whole thing I'm going to say, I'm going to have to say a whole load of shit. So you was like, 
<sighs> I could tell. <laughs> it was, it was, no. Nah. See, here's the thing. If I'm going outside and don't prepare myself, like, because, <laughs> and this is, this is part of my thing. It's like, I don't like doing things that, like, I know what my triggers are. Uh-huh. And that's one of my triggers. Like, just being in a place and the unexpected happens. Like, I didn't, I didn't see myself speaking. Mm. Actually, no, that's a big lie. I saw myself speaking. I didn't see myself in the front with a hot light. In front yeah, of my yeah, face. yeah, yeah. In that situation, like maybe sitting down, putting like, yeah, putting your, your hand, hand up. up and be yeah, like, yeah da, 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 like, da, da. but I was, I went all like so. That means everybody, like, I, we were at the backpack as well. So everybody, and you had saw to do that walk, yeah, with my massive umbrella that's half the size of me, and I walked all the way to the front, <laughs> and then I walked all the way. I hate, oh, I didn't hate it, but you know, it was like, oh my gosh. I'm doing this. And I didn't... Yeah, but... Here's the thing. A lot of good stuff came out of that. Because... You got to... Like... There wasn't just me up there. There was a bunch of other people who... Done a bunch of other cool things that... You know, we got to listen to. And it was intriguing. And... Like... Everybody that spoke was interesting. And they had like... A cool version of their story of how they've been living in England, like, and nobody was like cookie mm. cut or exactly the same, which is what I enjoyed the most. It was like, um, everybody had a different perspective and it didn't totally agree with everybody else's and, and context as yeah, well. As, like, it wasn't like half baked points, like, and they wasn't there wasn't try they mm. wasn't trying to to be contrarian. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah they wasn't trying to like or even like sound the same yeah or like yeah that, or, that's or, it or, that's ca- it. or care that um they sound different to somebody else mm. they really was like look this is my story this is how i'm living it and yeah it was a vibe it was a vibe 100 percent, fam it was it it, it gives you hope in it yeah it, it does it does it does it does because um and even the people in the audience, like young black you know what i mean yeah it's Everybody almost this thing where everyone's on smoke but not in like a on a on like a confrontational tip like they're just like i'm like if we're here to talk let's talk let's yeah. do, let's talk you know what i mean it was like uh but we had to leave this early, is fam, yeah because, we did well i didn't well we didn't leave early because it took me two hours to get home so oh, <laughs> that's not even early that's mad that it oh that's from the Sh- thing about Dartford. from shoreditch to dartford is two hours bro what's a what's great no it's it can't be shoreditch because for me, we took forty-five. It's we, only we, we was on the. It's about what? an hour and five. Did we get Shoreditch High? That's why I'm telling you. If we get the old street to London Bridge, it's a million times quicker. Oh, f- oh wait, you did say that. I did say that. You did say that, but I wasn't thinking that. I know. I was thinking. I wasn't going to fight the, you on it. Because it shouldn't take over, two hours. We, we take the overground to somewhere else i wasn't thinking about Shadwell. saying that though are you talking from door to door from like shoreditch station to your door yeah okay that makes sense because from Darfur, from my where i live to get to your house is 40 minutes yeah and that's only because of the walk yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> to yeah, get yeah, to yeah, actual yeah. dartford it's yeah, 20 I, minutes i count the walk like when i leave my house like the walk is part of my mm. journey because <laughs> you have to want to make that stuff like because from Belvedere, Dartford, it's what, 10 20 minutes? 20 minutes, 20 minutes. 19, 19, 19, yeah. Tops, like, yeah, and that's if like, that, that's I don't think it's about, it, yeah, it's about 15, it. it's about 15. Yeah, really. so yeah, like, but it's calm, 
<laughs> but yeah, so we have to account that. Like, um, but anyway, me, that's, I, yeah, that's yeah, we, that's yeah, I, I would have liked to stay more, but I know that. Listen, I'm not living in Central, and this is what I was telling you is like, I want to be centralized to everything. I want to live in Zone One and Two, or One or Two, or something like that, so mm-hmm. that I can like just be in places. And yeah, like, zone three, even Zone Three is good, and that's where I'm like yeah. looking to move. Zone Three. Oh man, having a madness yeah. trying to find this I'll house, bro. Oh wow. Okay then. Talk to about. Talk to me about it. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm, we're doing the whole thing. We got the whole crew, the whole team, and we thought, look, it's cool. Like we're all working on stuff. We're all creative. Let's get in this house. There's five of us. Yeah. And five bedroom houses that are available to sharers. It's just a mess. <laughs> now, well, if you don't get it quick, then that's the problem. I think we're in this point where it's like, it's a rarity because no one, because this is the thing, yeah. Everyone's got to be happy to an extent with the house. Like that's just an inevitability. And even though I've seen places where I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And other people have seen places, yeah, yeah. There's there's someone that's always gotten slighted. Like, oh, it's just peak. So yeah, we're still having a madness. Marzan. But um, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, Get the fudge out of there. Yeah, fam. That's that should gotta be long, fam. No, don't don't even get me started. Five minds, and you man ain't even a hive mind. It's like, um, you've all got different perspectives of how you even see the greater London area. Yep. So it's like, um, yeah gonna have to appease a little bit of what everybody wants that's it isn't it or you just be like look majority rules do a democracy but see that's what i've because the thing is and this is this was the thing yeah i saw a nice one for cheap but it was four bed it was basically four bed because one of the rooms was a box room and but i'm talking the yard the distance and everything was like perfect like it was that one I showed you, the one yeah, that yeah, looked yeah, mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when I actually like got it. to the room, I'm talking, it was like half this. <laughs> half, like half. That's be even being generous. It probably yeah. had room for a single bed and a desk. Oh, and for a second, I was going to be like, look, I'll take that. But then I thought, do you know what? When I was in uni, I had the box room. Yeah. Yeah. And even though I was paying like cheap, cheap, I still had the box room. No, I was like, I can't do it. I, for, for me to compromise like that, just because I want the house and no one else wants it, I'm like, no. I'm like, nope. I'm not going to do that. I would, you know what? I, if, if, if it was comfortable enough to like have everything that I needed, because look, I'm not trying to be flashy. Like I just want somewhere where I can feel comfortable. I'm not trying to be super flashy. I want to be as cheap as possible and just like be able to do what I need to get done creatively i feel you that's it so but uh, yeah that's that we'll see we'll see how it goes i'll keep you guys updated hopefully next week it's a different story 100 blood uh, so we're getting into some topics let's get into some topics bro we're getting into some topics now boom <laughs> Can you? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a podcast. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Oh, that's God, like man. some black space we're gonna have to cut. Or oh, that's something. fine, bro. It's fine. Um, 
Yeah, no, there was some stuff you wanted to talk about. There's some stuff you dropped in. Oh, no, there was Netflix. Yeah. Streaming. I, I services. Yeah, I just don't really care to drop them in. Um, Streaming services. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, bum, bum, baby. Do, 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 do. So what do you think is going to happen? Because Apple TV's got Apple TV Plus. Oh, this is another thing I saw recently. Apparently, they're trying to remove the whole binging. Well, they're trying to make it uh, binge-free. Netflix. Even Disney Plus and that. Are, 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 that's what they're aiming to do with their service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because, apparently, what people are doing is... Right, what they'll do is when a series comes out, people get the month subscription or just pay one month pay that 7.99 or whatever then watch the series cancel subscription 100% so what they're trying to think to do is make it so they post an episode a week yeah like Game of Thrones does because to be fair when Game of Thrones was out that that probably had people getting that Now TV subscription and staying on and then by the time it finishes like oh, okay whatever that's like I'll the keep it. point like of doing what's it called program tv it's like you stay engaged for a longer period of time exactly yeah and uh but do you, do you not think that's gonna ruin netflix though don't know it depends on the type of tv shows that they're making you wait a week for like the type of stories they're making you wait a week for like what what story is worth staying on for a long period of time like I know there's not a lot of uh, stories that makes me want to come back. So do you think what there would be a good idea then, a good alternative is the top rated shows that are getting a certain amount of views or there's a certain amount of hype behind or whatever. There's yeah. a certain amount of a clout behind. Those top tier shows are the ones that get uh, released weekly. Yeah. And the rest are binge. It has to be. It has to be because like, not being funny, but there's not a lot of great TV out. Mm. Even on Netflix, it's, it's 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 there's like the like eighty no that's that's a stretch ninety to ninety five percent of them are just a waste of time. Yeah, and then you got like the comedy specials, which are like one offs. Yeah, and what they just don't have is a program. They don't have a program of releases mm. that they're scheduling to come out. And so, do you think they need to turn into like a TV? They have channel? to. They have to turn into um a network they have to see themselves as a network and keep people engaged outside of the space of netflix because netflix can't be a bubble it has to be able to communicate with the people that are buying netflix and buying into netflix on all the social media channels that netflix isn't on or netflix isn't shown so it has to show you what's coming up like you know how marvel has the phase four schedule and you know what's gonna get so all the movies that are going to come out within the next five years and oh stuff, they're going to just be complete revamps is they, that what it no, is um, the ne like every single movie that comes out within the next couple of years Marvel's going to Marvel's going to share it with well Marvel has shown the calendar basically mm -hmm. for all, the, all of them films mm -hmm. so yeah it's like um like, and that's what phase four is and that's what netflix should be doing it's like okay yeah you're watching this Wait, but what this you, is coming oh what's the way that they hype it up in the long run like yeah. like it's like a three years time no it's 
or like, like not even just freeze, a month yeah in a month's time and like what what they're actually buying into and all the new shows that they're getting into like there's a bunch of shows on netflix that i have never seen an ad for ever true i've not seen one type of like it just pops up on netflix and they think that you're just gonna watch it and i don't think that's how normal people run like me i watch tv because i've i'm just I've enamored seen something by about, tv yeah. like i like that's that's a lot different than someone who watches tv because they saw something cool they were recommended by somebody Mm. most people are just like oh did i see an ad for it does the ad look fancy is it is it of a certain quality does it look like it's going to be good yeah like does netflix have any underwear underway (laughs) um underground ads Mm. i haven't seen one i haven't seen one netflix show that has an underground ad and i've seen a couple i've seen um but it's like um it's not on netflix top blows on netflix yeah Yeah, top blue (laughs) top blue (laughs) Black boys look blue, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> black boys look blue. Did you just? <laughs> In moonlight, uh, black boys look blue. Okay, um, so what was you saying? Yeah, crazy. So yeah, it's like they need more ads. Then, well, they, yeah. what do you think Apple's playing at though? Apple's playing a weird game. Yeah, like what are they doing? Do, why are they making a film set? Like Disney just makes complete sense. That is, they've got the whole kids market. They've got like even adult. They got like, that's crazy. They've got all the Marvel films. They've got, <laughs> they've got all the Marvel series. They got everything. Star like, Wars. like what? Like it's it's a bit mad. They got Star Wars. No, I'm sorry. Like it makes sense, but Apple, why? Why is? It's um, like an even what? Like at least Apple Music makes sense. Yeah, but. Um, the mood, the whole series and movies. They're gonna start making originals. Like what? I, wait, is, it looks wait, like Apple's making originals. That's funny. Well, I don't know, but I assume that's what they're probably gonna do. That's funny. I don't. Like, I feel Are they like just they trying to see how quickly they can spend that trillion? They, yeah, <laughs> literally, they have to spend it somehow. Um, I wonder how many things they're gonna license. Like they, no, literally, they they're gonna have to spend it. They they have to. They have to spend it and it has to be a fruitful spend but i don't see any innovators on the side of apple anymore and like when you have johnny ive has left, he left. and stuff oh, and like um, where did he go do you know he where he went has he started his no own thing? no one I, knows I he's probably know. building right now isn't it yeah 100%. he's about to drop something he can have like the biggest design company in the world like hmm. if he tried and if he wanted to do that but I don't know whether that's like his focus. Like yeah. maybe he's just like he just quiet and down until yeah. like live his know. life. He's probably yeah. made his bag. He's one hundred. He can. He's made his legacy. Without working ever again. Literally, I will preach Johnny Ives' name. Like just same way you preach Dieteran. Like you pre- you can preach Johnny Ives' name. Mm. Like a student of that and stuff. So it's like um, just gonna have to figure out what like. Well, you don't have to figure out what he's doing. He can do whatever he wants. Mm. But Apple, it's like, I just see them and I'm like, I focus a lot on Apple, but I don't, like, their moves aren't marrying to a company that's progressive or a company that's going to get massive. Mm. And that's my problem. Like, it's like, and when I say massive, they're already 
a gargantuan corporation but when i say massive i mean like their buzz is really high and they are people actually care about what apple is doing they're like, at the forefront of culture like the, the only reason why it. people see apple Which is they because are, they've got like a lot of money to spend to keep it that way so it's a part of the culture whereby you know everyone's got an apple phone they got apple this apple that and you know it's yeah like how many more years do you think they got do you think they got a while um, you think they got less than a decade the piranhas are circling next decade is going to be the fall of the behemoth that's what i say yeah. Scary times, but I just think it's crazy. That There's gonna be a change service. of the guard, one hundred percent. Like the baton is gonna be passed and handed down. Like there's, like everyone gonna. It's gotta be. Tech. It's gotta do what what Apple done has done, but better. That's like, the craziest thing. And it just doesn't <laughs> seem like there's anyone. I, I'm thinking about the better part. I'm thinking about that part. I'm thinking what, about. So you think they don't have to be better? No, they just have to be um, different because that's what Apple yeah. was. Apple was different. Yeah. It was... Yeah, but you say Apple was different. It was also better. They had things that made them better. The yeah. Way, the way that their interfaces, the reason why they were different, it was different is because they made an appealing interface that you wanted to navigate. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that It, it revolutionised how people saw how you navigated operating system yeah so that's what i'm saying the G you can say it was just different but it was better yeah the graphical user interface is like the most because <sighs> you can say oh i prefer pc well. over apple but the you reason don't. pc but even apple. looks the way it does now is because of that <laughs> yeah uh here's the thing like apple has ha- has got a lot of uh it's got a lot of foundation i not even just foundation they've built like a massive like a tall building just of the strength of their ability to create like that's apple's been around for like almost what half a century and stuff hmm. well actually i think it is half a century but like that the past 20 years for them well, a good 20 years of that time, like um, when Steve Jobs came back and stuff, was that just... Well, actually, Steve Jobs didn't come back 20 years. Ago. It was a ten, It was a, almost like a 12-year period, actually, from like 1999 to about 2012 when Steve left us, R.I.P. It was... Ugh. That was just a weird period because I wasn't an Apple fan. You didn't until start. You didn't like Steve's it. Steve yeah. Jobs died. Well, until around that time, like I just got, I I just happened to get a Mac for university, and that's the Wait, reason. I sp- I, why do I feel? Oh, actually, no. I remember it wasn't until uni, because I can't yeah. remember. I still feel like you was like, I remember in college you saying I want PC a Mac. Person. No, but I remember yeah. you in college saying I really, really want a Mac, and then yeah. I remember you got it, and you was like, I got a Mac. I remember you being like, bruv, I got a Mac. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember in college, yeah, with your little afro, being like, bruv, oh, yeah, I need a Mac. I need a Mac. Yeah. 
<laughs> I need a Mac so bad. So not that I can remember you ever saying like bigging it up, like in the same way that you yeah that you did, but yeah, I remember you was moving in that direction. Yeah, I, yeah, I did say that I wanted a Mac. I just, I, yeah, I wasn't a. But was that because of the Mac hype train at the time? I wasn't a fan. I, I didn't even know that existed. That's the funny thing. Like I, I still remember that Christmas. I was looking at all the kids with um, iPhones, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> like I didn't know. I swear to God, wait, was I, that iPhone four then? Yeah. Oh shit! That was when it all changed. I didn't know. I was just looking at the. I was like, "Whoa." This is happening. I was like, just looking at all the kids. Like, this was when everyone started like bowing their heads and um, looking in their phones like for ninety percent of the time. And I just saw that people's. This is this is the when I changed and when I realized the change of society, which was around like 2012, 2013. And I was like, oh, so it's more than just an Apple thing. It's like a check like it's like when everybody started getting beards mm-hmm. it's like it's like that it's like uh a whole shift in the mindset of a generation mm. and the way we stopped we were caring about things changed like because i didn't know about i didn't know what people were doing on twitter back then like i was living my life as a normal person and then you know i came on twitter i was like oh that's how people communicate and obviously like when i go into a new thing i just check up on my history and see what people were doing before me mm. and i remember a lot of people that i was speaking to on twitter in the early days of twitter there was an old thread that popped up from like 2011 or 2012 where the same people that were that I would be speaking to were younger and it was like four, five years ago, these people were just speaking to each other in a thread. And I was like, oh. So this isn't just like a new place that these people have been congregating and speaking to. Like these guys have known each other for years. Mm. They have never met each other, but they know each other for years. And. <sighs> That's wild, isn't it? Well, yeah. we spoke about that last episode. but And. <laughs> And that's that's all part of like the Apple hype train, but now it's all dead. Well, not just the Apple hype train, but just the change of the Gardner generation. That's what I'm seeing right now, which is the is that like little like we're, we're in like an almost crisis period because nobody knows what's going on, and that shift like this like when we when we get back to the streaming wars now, and it's like Disney versus um. I believe it's HBO and a couple of other networks and um, Hulu. Got one. Yeah, Hulu. well, Hulu's with um, is Amazon. Oh, is it? Yeah, I believe Amazon. Amazon bought it. Yeah, and Amazon bought Crackle as well. So yeah, Amazon bought Crackle. Yeah, well, it was a Sony product. Mm, so that's just like market share. They're just trying to. Yeah, yeah, it's a land grab. It's a land grab. Wait, let me, let me, like, because I, I was supposed to do research, my research on this so that I can actually speak on this properly, properly, but I'm running from memory right now. But, um, mm. the consequence of everybody having a streaming service, like, this is just my theory, right? You can't, like, people aren't for a long period of time gonna say we are gonna pay this company 12 pounds a month or 
40 pounds a month for um me to have their shows so there's gonna be a consolidation of the market mm. so you know how I like when when it's like oh we've got these albums right and apple's like we get these albums exclusively and everything was privatized 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 now it's like it should be in the artist's hands where they license their product to multiple places and because what what the artist should want or what the producer should want or what the showrunner should want is their work to be seen by many people and their income to be coming from multiple different types of places but you'd have to have the infrastructure to bring that type of stuff in and create those type of deals and that is really like that's going to be a really difficult game to play but like i said like nobody is going to want to pay four different companies or four different subscriptions for streaming along with their um music streaming and all of that stuff like that's it's just not gonna run like all of the subscription services there's gonna be like a nice consolidation where um only a certain power certain few power players will run or everything would be um licensed all around and it will just be the winner takes all because right now everyone's trying to get like their perfect play for people to buy into their thing and when it reaches the impasse where the the behavior of the user changes then it's going to be the winner takes all it's going to be like mm. yeah let the chips fall where they may it's going to be yeah where there's there's like a large opportunity that arises yeah for everyone to capitalize on so the company that like they just have to build the biggest the biggest um monument for people to buy into them and then hopefully when the, everything just relaxes itself yeah. then they'll be they'll have their users and like like how spotify has its users and apple doesn't have any users <laughs> and a lot of people use apple just because it's apple software which is the weird part because apple doesn't have good software the way apple plays music isn't good mm. so yeah sorry to say but spotify is better than apple just on a plain and simple basis <laughs> and apple doesn't know how to like like apple has the podcast platform but hasn't used it to its fullest potential they just had it and spotify really is running this audio streaming game for the bell like still 50 percent of our streams come from spotify mm. and 35 percent come from apple mm. and that's just us like a small podcast so that game is like shows how it is, yeah and that's yeah and that's like only a tiny insight to how it's run mm. like 50 percent of the of all the market share is going is coming from um spotify and then 35 from apple and we're everywhere and we market everywhere and stuff so yeah it's just um yeah mad she was a bit cold that yeah, it's it's a cold like this is business isn't it? it's a cold-blooded game but i just don't see these guys playing the game right but obviously i'm just a little guy who doesn't really have much 
so I just do well, the yeah. things that I do. Yeah, so watching from the distance kind of thing. Yeah, but it's interesting <laughs> to see, like, like, because everyone's sort of there is that kind of thing where everyone is going like Disney is about to kill it. One hundred percent. But and and to Disney be honest, the chips are all in in their favor at the moment. It's hard to see how they would. Yeah. Netflix is especially have when a they start getting time. making original content. I feel like imagine when Disney starts having original series. It's literally, Disney is like just gonna be a power like just like Apple is just like naturally a power player, but I believe it's like probably gonna be between Amazon, Netflix, and the the third one. I, I keep forgetting which Disney. one it is. No, no, no. Like Disney is just like institution in it. Yeah, but there's gonna be a third one in it. And it's so mad to think it's almost as if what's happened now is meant for Disney to take over. Like, like they've made so much content over the years yeah, that they own and have licensed for themselves that they've completely grabbed. So now it's just a, a point of funneling it in through this to this, uh, what's it called? Pocket, you know? Yeah. Because it's just undeniable. Like, they've got so much good content that people will want to watch over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So it doesn't even matter. It's... Oh, bro. It's crazy. Like, I don't see Disney losing, like, 100%. But I don't see them winning the whole market. No. Because because it is... They still... It's still... Not niche, but it is a niche. Yeah, it's just, like... The Disney formula is just just Disney, and it? it's not um, they're not they don't ha- they're not gonna get a show like Game of Thrones on no, their platform exactly. because it's not part of like um a Disney brand Disney's yeah. branding. It's not necessarily gonna be adults, but that's yeah. also what the problem they're is. They're not they're not gonna get Breaking Bad, but that's also like that. what the problem yeah. is. Though. So <laughs> is that it's so when I look at Netflix versus um Amazon and Hulu and. The uh, all the other gameplays are slack because they've got the zero to three. The, the they got the teens. Mm. They got the like, um, like the young kids. Everyone they've basically got everyone from sixteen below. Yeah, wait, like when you don't have the Disney branding or the Disney title, you're able to be whatever you want. Mm. And look, That's Disney funny. has a lot on, like you said, an age demographic, yeah. but is that like and that's that's kind of like a great way to have a market but to have like the whole landscape you have to be able to market yourself as the the open platform like um, like how netflix is doing themselves with comedy now and stuff and like have you seen the boys on amazon no but i keep hearing about this yeah that's the thing like that's an amazon show yeah that's that's like the kind of yeah Cause like what did they have? They had um, that one with Kevin Spacey on. I forgot what it's called. House of Cards. Yeah, wasn't that them as well? Yeah. Well, did I watch that there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was on Prime. I remember. But that's the kind of caliber and the the kind of show that they've got. The vibe. Yeah. So it all depends on like how these TV shows get licensed out to the to them companies. Really. Mm. Like I don't know why the TV. Sh- the TV networks are trying to play the game and not trying to play the licensing game that Disney played like um, in the 90s. But, you know, we'll just see how it how it goes. Like, But if 
this gamble does work for those network companies then that's a good gamble like being able to have like that much of the space like even if it's like 12 percent but you know you've got something like friends and um the office and um what's another one how i met your mother and Mm. the wire like imagine you had the wire friends breaking bad um how i met your mother the office and game of thrones like, and that was like your archive mm-hmm. and like like there should be one that's like just you know what we have we license all the documentaries like just all the documentaries I was about to give give away a play that I'm doing right now. <laughs> but, you know, you have, like, there's stuff like that. Like, you got to be, like, just has, like, like how I was saying, Disney has a market. But that's an age demographic. That's not really, like, that's not a good thing to have, like, to say, oh, I'm just rocking with these. But when oh, you have a market It's so saying, hard to say because, because it's also got the, nostal- the s- nostalgia nostalgia only lasts like you can watch a movie from back in the day but when's the next time you're going to watch that movie after you've Mm. um yeah but they've also got a plethora of that content after you ate that nostalgia donut what are you going to do next they've also got before us okay but after you eat that nostalgia donut what are you going to do next sex you want something new yeah the reason this nostalgia exists because of new things as much as i listen to stevie wonder I'm still going to listen to the new Sam Walker. As much as like Stevie Wonder is my favourite artist and Michael Jackson is my favourite artist and Prince is my favourite artist, I'm going to have to listen to that weekend, bro. (laughs) Like, when's the the new weekend going to drop? Like, I I need to know. I need to know when when is our when's our generation's new music going to come? When's the new Lax Era going to drop, fam? You get me. I don't even know, bro. You don't even know, I'm try- bro. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to, to figure it that, out right now. I'm trying to hear that new like zero, but you know what I mean, fam. <laughs> <laughs> you get me. So yeah, it's all of that, fam. But yeah, as I feel like that's a good. Like, how do you, uh, as an artist, yeah? Mm. How are you seeing yourself in this streaming era? In this streaming era. Yeah like it's hard say, let's say you got your album out now yeah. how are you gonna share it how, how do am you i gonna think share it you, is the best way for you to share it the problem with the streaming services it's is it the streaming services especially with music is it's more catered towards like for the smaller artists and the the, the smaller up-and-coming independent artists it's just a it's just used as an avenue for people to listen to your music. It's not really a stream, a revenue stream until you've built it considerably or you've um, got enough of a fan base to be able to direct them to that point. But at the moment, streaming is is just, it's it's a necessary tool, but it's not going to be the base foundation unless you make something like for example i know people i know artists who are great producers and they primarily make lo-fi and they're living off that as their source of income like they're fully they're they're, they're paying rent they're living they're they're they're, they're building okay. that off having lo-fi playlists of having uh lo-fi albums 
that okay. are have appealed to that. You know that kind of there was that um sort of lo-fi hip hop craze where it's yeah. like beats to listen to whilst you're studying and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like lo-fi artists were marketing their beats in that sort of way or having them as like chill beats. Like you, you know what I mean? Yeah, they'll yeah, they'll yeah. be no, in those I'm kind listening. of playlists. They'll be uh, marketing it in those ways. And I know a couple people. Um, um, who who have uh, who've done that, and it's really it's it's interesting. Okay, okay. But that, that, that's that's an example that, of how certain artists will use. I want to know, streaming. like um, like smaller artists anyway. Can you explain how someone is gonna get money from that? Like what? Like what do artists do to get their work on those p- platforms to make that type of money? Well, it's well, it's an algorithm like to, thing, isn't to, it? It's to playlists a new, to a new to a new to a new artist that doesn't mm. have any that wants to put their album out. Can you explain that procedure? What of how they would get to that point of where they're living yeah. off of making? Well, just to yeah, just to say, I want to upload my work. Like, mm. just say the beginning parts. Like, just the oh, get into that beginning. Yeah, part. yeah, because how you get to because I'm not living off, off so you Spotify can, streamers. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but, but um, like just how like because what do artists even do and where do they go and well, no, who's paying them? Because it's interesting because we like well, it's, it's so artists, it's so e- like sorry. it's so easy to upload up like as as. as the thing is what's so interesting about music and one of the reasons why i think music is the way it is now is because the barrier of entry has become has has become the lowest it's ever been in the history of time and it's still decreasing yeah exactly so, so it's, yeah it's like as technology increases and most. and especially as ai becomes more involved but but I, I don't think that's the thing to be scared of because people the main thing that people appreciate about music isn't just that it sounds that sound good together it's the context of that song so although there is going to be music made in the future by ais that's indistinguishable from real music that's made a lot of the reason why people get into music nowadays is because of the context that's behind that and everything around that music as opposed to just the sound it's everything about the music but the barriers of entries to solo is as to say you can find distributed services like DistroKid or um, what's it called, TuneCore, um, and 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 other ones that are sort of more bespoke. Um, that you need a bit more of a process where like Awol, um, when I think you're a bit further, more further in the journey. Awol. 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 It's oh. like um, there's there's like packages you get, and I think it's like there's like some sort of referral system. I think, but anyway, that's 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 separate from it. But my point is, with things like DistroKid, it's simply about sign up to an account, you pay one time fee, and you get a certain amount of, um, uh, uh, depending on how much you pay, you can have a certain amount of artist accounts or one artist account and a certain amount of uploads. Um, I think if you pay on DistroKid like a, the the flat fee, the lowest flat fee, you get a one artist account and you can upload as many times as you want um but i think you you can only uh submit under one artist account whereas other ones you could like if you pay more you can have like your bands one you can have your own independent one like say if you're an artist say if you're an artist manager or a label say if you're an artist manager or a label you'll be submitting uh through distrokid all the artists that you um are like um so wait that's not what 
production studios don't do that now, do they? Productions. Well, it depends what the production they, studio they does. It depends what the because if a production studio is also managing artists, then yeah, they may do that. That's something that they may do. But okay. if 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 not, if if they're just doing uh, the production side of things, if they're not a label. Because a lot of the time, a label will have a a production studio will be a label because they have the resources to make all the music and bring the artists in. So then they'll just natural progression of that is becoming a label. Um, Like even starting a label, all it is is having a name, having a distribution service and then it's curating the artists. Um, But it's like with with streamers, you can just upload, upload it like it's almost like it's SoundCloud. You've got your artwork as, sh- as long as it's the right specs, and with in less than a week, you can have your music on streaming services. Nice. And I remember when that used to be such a big deal. Like, oh, it's on Spotify, it's on Spotify, and it's still got a bit of that. But most of the time, people know that it's a pretty simple process. Of, it's like I, anyone I can have their song on really Spotify. Like, when I was making my production company, it was a big deal because every single hoop I jumped through was really high. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't know what to do when I was faced with that hoop, then I wouldn't have my production company right now. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's the catch-22 with music. It's like, it seems like it's easy, but basically it's yeah, like... Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, there's, there's something else there, and I, I just want to get it. Because me, if I was an artist right now, a musical artist, I should say, then I'm not uploading any music to a streaming service, like, at mm. all. I don't see myself doing that. I had to do, like, what's it? Like a band camp or something. That's the like, thing. That's the way. I'd sell it for, like, five ninety nine. When you're smaller, you, you need to make it as appealing to those base fans as possible. Yeah. I, you need to make those people feel special. Like, like you, you are those people's gems that they want to share. Yeah, that's it. Isn't like it? if I was a music artist right now, well, here's how I'd market. Like you know, well, I'm an alternative guy in it, so mm. like that's the type of people that I would go for. So if I was marketing an alternative artist, it would be like we'd go on Bandcamp and we'll sell it for three ninety nine or four ninety nine, and then we'll do bigger bundle packages where it's like a vinyl and like. Mm. A first edition vinyl with um a hun- have a hundred vinyls and sell them off and then just and and then we do shows mm. like we don't sell anymore but we just do shows and we keep on doing shows until like we create a fan base but this is this is the thing like when you're an artist manager you have to think in different types of way to build infrastructure around the artist and this is everything I f- that i think about yeah. when make money because me that's the biggest like problem said, with I'm artists not, i'm not i'm not sh- i'm not putting my artists on a streaming service like i'm not i'm like until about 2026 i would say don't do that don't because don't what, but don't do, but do you streaming think service mm. like 2026 the latest i'm talking about as well like let's see what happens like, let's just see really what because it, it is a bit ridiculous like because unless you're drake unless you're um ariana grande ed sheeran yeah you're not making what we you're, you're, uh it's kind of like the way labels work as well it's like unless you're those big artists everything underneath is all being supplemented to 
by those bigger artists by the bigger artists they're paying for everyone else essentially it's the same thing with uh streaming it's like all these guys at the top they they're really getting the money yeah but like, I'm, everyone like, yeah. else is like getting these these newer guys like if you're new yeah i'm just saying alternative route like no you have to there's no point in trying to knock the big door down you might as well go down the, yeah. the smaller route yeah so, like so with that do you or think build your own house mm. well it's the, as, as you say it's the infrastructure that's the biggest problem that like, as an artist yeah i look at i look at um Motown and stuff like that. like yeah i found i felt i hate that i think like this but i just feel like if i had like i know it's right now i could get them a thousand fans I just, I I just feel like I know exactly what to do to get around, about and around in London and to get this artist the 10 shows a year that they need to get paid for the rest of their life or start the journey to getting paid for the rest of their life. Mm. But yeah, that artist needs good music first. Yeah, like and that artist needs to be an artist. Like I don't need a diva. I need an actual artist. I need someone who's yeah willing to go on the journey of discovery. Listen, yeah, and learn all of that stuff. But it's the journey, yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah, but like I said, um, just on my on my tip, it's like don't like just like if you, yeah, like I like you really don't think it's worth putting on straight. like I, like I didn't put my book out directly through Amazon. That's not an Amazon book, because Amazon would own my book. Hmm. I bought everything so that I can. Oh, own my what? Book. So, so, so. Oh, so you just used I, it as as a distributor? Yeah, yeah. You kept I, it as well, a distributor goes, as opposed to it goes there because of my distributor. Amazon is my distributor. Yeah. I have a different distributor that posts on Amazon for me. Okay like so but if you do use my link it helps me with my amazon but if you don't it's still like i still get paid but i don't get paid through amazon i get paid through my distributor so yeah like but like just so i can own my publishing like i own my publishing a lot of people don't own their publishing and when you post to spotify you're not reading those terms and condition it conditions you don't know what Spotify owns and what they don't own. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you've got like under a hundred streams and whatnot, it's like you gotta mm-hmm. know what you own. Don't you think it but but don't you think because although I agree with you it's kind of pointless, don't you think it's still good for uh accessibility and visibility to have it on those streaming no. platforms? <laughs> like you can be a big person without not one stream. Mm, you can you can even bust through songs on youtube you can you can bust through like that before you even have a record out you can do covers mm. on youtube yeah there are people like that savannah christina i believe her name is she's like an artist that i'm looking at right now and like just the way that she's doing it and like um I'm sure a team, I don't know whether a team's like four or five people, but I just know it's got like a nice little team and they're running things like in just a nice angle. I see the angle and it's great. 
like she just she just sings with a mic and she she has a computer in front of her you see all of her equipment like it's a mic it's a computer and it's an interface mm-hmm. and she's just rocking out and she's literally and that's what she's doing like that's and it's for real for her like i i don't need to see her on a streaming service to know that she's doing well i well i don't need to see her on spotify particularly because youtube is still a streaming service but i don't need to see her on spotify particularly like i would buy her like you can buy her music from itunes or you should just yeah she should have just an alternative route to selling her music like if you want to sell well if you want people to listen to your music you should try and sell it because mm-hmm. a lot of artists are just bad at selling for the first for like, and packaging like that's like and that's a lot of what i do i like to package content properly and yeah and it costs a little bit of so money you're, but so you're basically saying in the thick, thick and thin of it is until you can I'm saying until I understand streaming, then don't do don't do those things. Because if like when someone like me that's like always trying to figure this, like I've been but trying why, to figure this why, out for the past why four not years. streaming though? Why not? Because you don't know how much a stream is worth, and you don't know. So you're saying don't undervalue you your music before you yeah you know like you don't even know the value of a stream to even know the value of your song. Mm. So and it can be on so many different services that you know. And you can you can get data in another way. Like unless you're like in the millions of streams, then your data. Well, so but but that, that's what I'm saying. So, but but because surely the point is to make it as accessible for people to listen to. Nah, it's not. It's not. It's not. Because then it's how like, are people going to find to, your, how, it's find your fans? It's find your fans, but how are people going to become fans if you can't get as many people to listen to it as possible? Uh, I don't know. Pe- like, so you're I saying? Like would you still get... say just upload until until streaming? Like you say upload stuck. it, uh, upload it to SoundCloud. Is that what you're saying? Or just have it purely on? Yeah, upload it to Sound. Like yeah, have it on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Or yeah, something like that. Like j- or well, have it on a place that one people can buy it, but people can also stream it on. Like just uh free. Like if you're giving your music away, you might as well give it away properly. Yeah. Like you know you're not gonna make money off Spotify and you shouldn't rely on your spotify streams if they're under like ten thousand, to say okay i'm gonna build up just give it for free yeah you might, yeah if you're making four pence on it just give it for free yeah like you sh- like there's not there's not even a there's like there's no reason for you to think about getting a paycheck from there you should be grinding and getting it from the mud you should be going to every show impossible like and build a fan base at home or even mm. away and just like make sure because a lot of people this is what i see right is a lot of people go where their friends are in the scene and they just perform to their friends mm. and that's not like your friends aren't your fans mm-hmm. you said this before like your friends aren't buying your music your friends aren't buying your merch. Your friends aren't like your friends aren't always gonna sell you to other people. Mm-hmm. And well, they can. Don't get me wrong. 
but yeah but, but those you shouldn't be relying on that as a source and th- that's what they even s- like someone said in the in the tour that we went to was like people are relax like well actually it was just a little it was a little people are relying like, too much on their friends to be supporting them when they start yeah, yeah. like verb i i've never really cared about that in fact i feel weird doing it because i know that it's fleeting because they're my friends they're people i know they're not going to come to every show there's going to be a bit of a disparity between they already know who i am they've already got an image of who i am they might like what i do and they might appreciate it but it's completely different from someone else going hmm What's this? Like, exactly. I've had that experience. Like, I've had people exactly. going, yo, you're sick, man. Like, what's your this? What's your that? Like, oh, where can I buy this? Like, I've had people who... It's different from... It's, if someone isn't going to ask you that, if they know you, because they actually want to buy the music, Yeah, they're asking... They'll say that because it's like, I want to show you support. Yeah, That's all that is. And that's yeah. two different... As much as that's nice, it's not how you should be thinking about yeah. building your infrastructure yeah because you that, and that's the interesting and point. you shouldn't try and make everyone that just likes your work your friend yeah facts like everyone that just likes what you do you shouldn't be like close to you like you should you like yeah you shouldn't follow those people back even if like, even though it's cute to do that but like no i don't feel like that is the button that you should be pressing you should be like and not saying that oh you you're cocky or anything like that i'm talking about you're purposeful with the type of things that you're doing so you are like just me and me personally just because i'm alternative i went away from my friends the people who look at myself are not my friends i didn't ask no friend for a retweet like my friends don't retweet my things. My like those don't like the people that retweet my thing or not even retweet, share my things, read my things are not my friends. Mm. They are they are far from my friends. I I barely know these people, and those are the people that are supporting me all the way generally because I know that these people are there for the type of content that I'm providing. Mm-hmm and i and that makes me want to make better content and more content for them and I, I don't like although don't get me wrong my friend sharing can expose what i'm doing to more. other people yeah that I'm, shouldn't be the focus yeah. that's not the bread and butter and i've noticed that in this creative industry your friends see your success as their competition so like especially in london like uh, london's a weird place but people that know you kind of not even know you as a human being like face to face but know you kind of via socials are not the people that want to help you unless they see themselves benefiting off your success as well so you gotta keep it calm like you can have your crew that you all help each other but there's going to be a period where everybody knows that this is your crew so you like as much as you have a crew you gotta explore outwards you gotta explore the terrain you gotta be mm. going to Birmingham it's true you gotta be going to Manny you gotta be going to Leeds so spreading the Cardiff. seed isn't it? yeah you gotta, you gotta be sowing you gotta be you don't chuck the seed in the same spot yeah fam like yeah you can't be going to the 
to the same to the same open mics all the time it's it's like that can be like your home spot where everybody knows and you know you can tell them people's stories about what what the people yeah, yeah where the people in Birmingham thought of this song and like have more stories well because things have changed isn't it because before that it used to be the opposite it used to be the opposite because that's how scenes were built scenes were built because there was a hot spot there was venues where everyone went to all different sorts of artists went through and crafted a sound and because everyone was listening to each other all these different bands all these different artists were listening to each other and they was um, um, all these different bands and uh, artists were listening to each other and being inspired and sort of incorporating what they was hearing from the scene into their own sounds and what would happen um, it's fine I think it's fine it's fine it's fine honestly it's fine relax <laughs> um, it's perpe- it's perpetuating certain sounds are perpetuating trust me you'd know from there it's fine um, uh, what's happened is different sounds yeah. and ideas are perpetuating within the music and the people that are coming to that uh, who are becoming their fans are being more involved in those sounds and going yeah and and noticing the reoccurring vibes that are coming together and then what's going to happen is the best people from those scenes actually start to get noticed and shoot off into the bigger sort of musical stratosphere okay and when they look back it's like um what was the who's that guy from talking heads david something oh my gosh he had a book talking about music can't remember but very big musician very very big musician yeah um uh he was talking about how when he was first coming into music he went to art school and then he started a band and um that's for you. um he was talking about how different it is now compared to back then i think i still got that book at home <laughs> i need to find that book i looked at my bookshelf i eh? know uh, because i feel like because i remember it was one of those books that i don't know if i got rid of it i feel like i might have wish i kept it yeah you never, you never but um it's just so interesting now because I wonder if something like that is still possible or if because of streaming, because of the internet. Well, I guess that's true because that's not how people find music now. People don't find music by going to places. They find it on the internet. So building a scene... Listen, if isn't... someone sees a buzz in a place, then they're going to get intrigued. But that, no yeah. one is building a buzz because no one is trying to help those people that are out there. Mm. And Why do you think that, that was a different I'm case that back in the, in the day? Sincere, no, like it's, it wasn't the case back in the day. It was just. Um, so, what do you think's the difference between then how scenes were built? Okay, because it's like even with hip hop, the reason hip hop was built is because of the parties that people were going to. They was going to parties. There would be like DJing was a thing. There would be people spinning these tracks and that that soul and disco and like using the breaks and then it kind of okay. sort of evolved from there. You know what I mean? There's there's a story and the reason why hip hop built. I love this question. The hip hop built is because there was a perpetuation of of a sound that everyone who was privy to it or everyone who was exposed to it was connected by. Yeah, everybody was in competition, though. Yeah, a competition isn't a bad thing. Every, but that, that everybody was still in competition, though. Yeah. Like, and a lot of these people wanted to kill each other, and a lot of these people were still gangs at the end of the day. Like, it wasn't like um, oh, like it Sunshine wasn't. And roses, yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't at any point like good to have this person from this block be that person that you are seeing on TV or 
that this person with a big chain and I you've get been rapping just as long as this person and they are seeing a lot more success than you like that i get that but i'm not but talking about that aspect of it i'm talking is, about no i'll hold up aspect. and i'll tell you why not that i'll tell you why aspect. not because that's with hip-hop with all the other scenes that it kind of happened i guess you could say with disco it was the same thing no 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 okay of. let's bring it home grime in london east was in competition with north it was in competition with south right that, that yeah, was, but that's not that was, the link. Bashy and that's not um, the link that ties all the things of how in the past scenes that were is, created. That is the, okay, it's not okay. Oh, unless let, it okay, is, let unless me complete can, a thought. Let me complete a on. thought. All these people had to congregate because there were certain people with certain equipment, mm-hmm. and that's just the plain and simple fact. It's like yeah. there was only equipment in certain studios, and there was only equipment with people that had certain drug dealers' money to buy the equipment. Or the drug dealers wanted were the ones that wanted to um, finance this so that they can get money from hip hop. A lot of drug money financed hip hop. If a lot of people didn't know, but there was just equipment in certain places from between the um, eighty five and stuff into all the way up until now. Even there was a lot of mafioso people that that were just in crime that were saying. Even now, it's like the the biggest um, rappers were trappers back in the day. Like the Migos will talk about running off on a plug and all of this stuff. It's like this this is a real type of lifestyle that kind that has a reoccurring theme. There's a reason why, um, like not just that it looks lavish or it sounds hard. It's like this was the way that people survived, and then they just and then because everybody saw that there was an avenue for a drug dealer can make it in rapping that is the only reason why we've got drug dealers that rap today but back to your point it's like all of these people had music like all of these people wanted to make music so they they went to the spot they went to the discotheque they went to um the place where the dj was playing and the mc who was a different type of person, who wasn't really the main person, was on the mic. And then when you start having rap ciphers, mm-hmm. that was just that was all competition. And going on the block when you're selling drugs, maybe I don't know, but you're all in a rap cipher in the corner. You just you're in competition with each other. And then when this side of the block makes a song, and then that side of the block, like, have you watched the Wu Tang American Saga? No. Okay, so basically what happened is like there was there's two blocks of Project Thousands, right? And they came from two blocks and they were at war with each other mm-hmm. because of the drug game. And and one side made a beef track against this other side and then the other side responded. So um I believe Raekwon made a song. No, yeah, Raekwon the Chef made a song and then um Ghostface Killer made a song. And then um, Method Man made a song. And then, well, that's just how the story kind of goes on the thing. But I'm sure everything was all squashed down and told in a certain type of way. But that was like... What, they, and all these guys were on opposing yeah, but, sides? Yeah but, the, yeah, but the main part was they were on opposing... Like, the whole of Wu-Tang, like, Raekwon wanted to kill Ghostface. Like, he shot at Ghostface's window and almost killed his mum. That's, that's like the main... Like, and that was a real, real story. That's not like on a TV story. That's a real story. So 
they were really at war with each other. So when someone was talking about um, Killer Hill, Killer Killer Hill, which is like the song that Method Man sings, and it's like the soundtrack to a couple of episodes. But that's just to say that was the element that built up that part. But they still all had to go to the talent shows, which is the main part that we'll talk about. Everybody had to go to a talent show. And all of these people, and we, like bringing it back home, we had to go to talent shows. The first place that I saw you, I believe, was at a talent show. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of people don't go to talent shows right now, but it's it was one of the main places you can see new artists and new music because everybody congregated in that spot. And it wasn't about a sound, it was about you presenting your music. And because we have producers nowadays that make multiple different types of sounds, you kind of get a fragmented effect where you got 10 people over here and 12 people over here and two people over here all making different types of things and like it's all kind of the same under the bracket of alternative or i don't know bracket of mainstream or afro trap or whatever you want to call it but these people are making music in competition with each other but what all the people even if you're not of the same what do you mean the same sound yeah well within the same okay out of all the artists that you share particularly Mm -hmm. how many of them do you not know that aren't your friends (laughs) a hundred percent aren't you okay so well not not a hundred percent a hundred percent aren't your friends you don't know them they're just sick then you know them from london and you like let's say not not really not 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 not, 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 not your moment. friends but you met them that day you thought they were sick and then you shared you um, followed them on insta or something and then you shared it okay yeah it's weird like what's the really like what's it, yeah. the percentage i'm asking i'm not saying whether you've done it recently what is or the not. percentage what is the percentage of people that i share that the, i might have just discovered and thought they were sick and yeah that aren't your like yeah that aren't my friends there aren't there aren't people that you've banged with for a year at a time or even three months at this point genuinely it's probably about 20 to 30 percent realistically so the people that you've known for under three months people that i know under three months yeah so and you, i'll say that because i haven't i i don't actively i it's been a while since i've I had a period when I was like on Facebook, it was mainly when I was on Facebook, when I was sort of discovering in around 2010, between 2010, 2012. Okay. This was the biggest time when I was sharing music that I'd been discovering because in that time, music production was hitting this point where it was sort of evolving and changing. Dub I remember Step that and time. Grime had been sort of yeah. been du- changing to Future Garage and there was all these other different production techniques that were coming around, etc. Cetera, et cetera. It was around the time I basically got into production. So what was happening at that point? Wait, so you're coming all the way from then? Um, yeah, decade. yeah, because this is the last time I can remember actively uh, looking for music and sharing it. Like these new people that are sort of, oh, I might have seen or I might have gone and seen, I might have seen out and about, da, 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 da. Nowadays, because okay, a lot, of, and I'll tell you why, because a lot of the people that I know are with... You don't need to already. qualify it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just I'm just, thing. Ex- I'm yeah. just giving you the context. It's just... Um, it's so a lot of the people that I know are within music. So it's kind of like the way me personally, I share music is now is, is from people that I know who are doing things. And it's, it's, 
my sort of discovery of music has kind of slowed down so to speak i'm i'm not as fervent in my digging of music i remember i would have whole afternoons where i'd just look for new music you know what okay, i mean okay maybe you should be doing that right now I don't I, huh i no 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 i used to do that so much <laughs> i don't i haven't done that as much okay anymore. yeah but, but anyway that's just it's like it's like that. i and that's not even to pick on you that's just no 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 talk no. about yeah um how the scene is fragmented oh, and like everyone's in like these little tiny like, sound bubbles yeah 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 and well because even with the people that i know it's a still a sound bubble yeah it's, it's a general sort of sound and vibe. yeah if there's like 20 or 30 of you or even a hundred of you mm. like but if you're all working to make each other better but you're also venturing outwards that's 100 percent. but if it's like you just all go to each other's shows then you're not helping each other grow well not to say that's what you're doing but if it's like just a bunch of you that just go to each other's shows and like you're the main people at each other's shows then yeah, you're not yeah. helping each other grow like that like you're just the, making that, that person on stage yeah. should be able to survive without you guys in the crowd yeah. even though 100% like if you're on stage I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna be in the crowd and I'm gonna be one of the people in the crowd but same way like if I'm not there then you should be able to rock out at any venue or a venue that would have you and have those people sell tickets because really, really what the main thing which is as a manager that i look at is you need to sell tickets mm -hmm. like that's all i'm thinking about is like selling tickets like because when you're talking about making money from music is that's why i see the money coming from the masters selling those tickets that's it yeah so being available for those and you need to, uh, well, we as a scene need to get outside of our comfort zones because I look at me when I'm like, when I'm going to places or I'm speaking to people who aren't like me necessarily or I know that, um, like, We're I, coming I, from just, I just have fundamentally to, different yeah, places, yeah, I just have to speak to because they talk about books and I have a book and they talk about the type of books that I have. Mm -hmm. So I like I just know I have to be in those type of spaces. I need to be in a space where a guy like me who has a book um, can speak to another person who talks about books or has a book club or whatever. Like I have to be on a fashion page and I have to be interacting with these fashion guys and these people making fashion and talking about fashion and are the new fashion curators of this age mm -hmm. like i'd need to and because i do so many different things i have to be in so many different places and i have to be so active because just just because of that but i like although i want all my friends to be making content whether it be music or their writing or whatnot it still has to be we have to be working outside of the purview and perspective of uh, my friends need to be doing this for me mm -hmm. like i want us to know that we have to be doing it for us before we're doing it for our friends mm -hmm. and and like when your friends come back and they see like a little bit of more progress than they saw before then that game like it just it just feels better it feels better when you're able to bring more people in and say um, and look at you so that you can shine a light on your friend because 
you want more people to just be because i feel like that's the reason why we go to each other's shows and stuff is because we are all friends in one thing and we want light on the people that we think are cool but we can't have more light on the people that we think are cool if we don't venture outwards mm-hmm. and find the people that are fans of us so that if they're if you're a fan of me then look there's this guy over here that's you know and that's how you bring more people in so then now you circulate that and then you start circulating the love you know how, how they would talk about circulating the pound mm-hmm. like around the community so that you circulate the love and that's what artists need is like so more people can see you circulate the love around the london area so but if we're all going to the same places we're only focused on one thing but if we're all going outwards in multiple different ways then and we come back we have like 12 people from there two people from there one person from here and 15 people from here and it makes a and then you all come back with new things and better things mm-hmm. well that's just how i see it yeah. well, 100 percent makes sense but yeah i think that's, that's a wrap yeah that's, that's it a, that's a full stop oh so man stop sick great chat Ooh. man <laughs> thank you for listening to another chapter of the culture and camaraderie podcast with your I... boy tiverius damadici catch me at ny typical and uh lax underscore era for all your production needs peace mm-hmm. blessings and salutations this has been the culture and camaraderie podcast